0: All right, welcome everyone to the Mold Miners podcast. Joining you from Utah, this is Jeremy Evans, your co-host, along with Mike Adams. Look how much bigger you look than me in there. I know, I think That's it's because I'm closer. It, 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 yeah. I, I don't think so. The listeners that no. do it on iTunes won't notice a difference. Okay, all right. Uh, we're happy to be with you today, episode five. We had a, a wonderful holiday. Uh, I did.
1: Yes, I did as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. And we... Uh, we did notice, actually, we had a, a really good podcast two weeks ago with Dr. Pampa, wa- a world-renowned uh, mold practitioner. Actually, he trains mold uh, uh, doctors and, and people who, who help others heal from mold. He trains those physicians. Uh, he, he does a little bit of practice himself, but he's mostly training other people. And we actually just noticed, Mike, our, our listenership is down, uh, surprisingly, but we figured it's because of the holidays. For sure. For sure. Yeah, we, we don't
1: think we've lost interest. Yeah, no way. From our from our <laughs> many, 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 many listeners.
0: No, we'll be it'll be back up. I'm sure <laughs> after the new year, uh, we'll be back up to full listenership. Yes. Across the nation. Mm-hmm. Probably in some foreign countries, I don't yes, know. Yes,
1: yes, and I, I've heard that somebody in the U.K.
0: was listening to us. Really? Yeah. To- mm-hmm. Mentioned it to you, reached yeah. out to you? Yeah. Liked like what, he's, likes what no. he's hearing? No, he didn't really like. But <laughs> no, he did. He did. <laughs> uh, actually, Mike, and you were just telling me before this podcast uh, that you had a, the the day we recorded, maybe the day after we recorded the po- podcast with Dr. Pompa, you had a lady asking about mycotoxins, and you said, yeah. you need to listen to the podcast we just recorded. Right.
1: Yeah,
0: anything to say there? Uh, nothing other than she uh, shot
1: me a text back, and she said, "Listening right now while I'm doing my housework. It's awesome." Oh, so, good. Yeah,
0: because she was. What was her question exactly? Uh,
1: her question was, um, "What is the effect of of a dry fog on on mycotoxins?" Mm. And so that brings up a whole conversation about well, mycotoxins aren't nec- necessarily alive, mm. so you can't kill them, but yeah. but you can. Denature them. You can just you can tear them apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, we got into that a little bit with her, but yeah, she's
0: she's happy. Okay. Well, good. Yeah, I got some good answers to, to questions from that podcast myself, learning from Doctor Pompa. So yeah. that was a great podcast. And today um, we're gonna we're gonna address a topic that I think is very pertinent and probably the most practical topic we've had. Um, the topic is mold ma- maintenance. How to how to how to maintain um, your mold? Maintain your mold <laughs> so that it stays. No, how to maintain your home so that it stays mold-free as mold-free as possible? Right. Um, I get this question pretty regularly, and, and the reason it came to my mind now is right before Christmas, we I was doing a mold remediation treatment on a home, and the lady said, you know, she she was elated that we were going to reduce the mold load, load. significantly, mm-hmm. and, you know, but then she said to me. I don't want to have to turn around in, you know, 6, 10, 12 months right. to have you come back and reduce right. the mold load. What can I do yeah. to keep the mold load down? Yeah, what, Are there some home maintenance things I could do? And I yeah. said, sure. And I started listing them off and, you know. Your
1: list got bigger and bigger Yeah, bigger? Yeah. And it did. And, yeah.
0: and, and uh, it was timely because I had already been documenting a lot of the things that I've learned from the internet. Many of them I've learned from you. Uh, and, and a lot of them are just common sense. Right. Um, and so I've been documenting these and writing. I, I'll probably gonna, I'm will probably i probably going to post a little uh, blog so people can see these in written format. Um, but basically, uh, she was elated to find out, OK, I can do some things to keep that mold load down. And so this one's for you. Her name was Eva, just so you know. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy and to help, Eva. Eva, if you listen to this, this is for you, in part. So, but I, I do want to say something. Um, there's only a few things that mold needs to survive. That's correct. There, water. Water. I, I've heard oxygen actually needs oxygen. Yeah. Is that arguable? No, that's that's true. Yeah, but I it's mean, like, what yeah. do you do about it? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 that's going to be a tough one to address. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then of course the nutrition, which you know we haven't addressed in depth, but basically. It's just everywhere. It's everywhere,
1: it, it, even dust is enough nutrition for yeah. mold to
0: survive. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, I just saw a picture online today. I'm on some mold Facebook groups. A vent that was made of metal yeah. had mold all over it. Yeah. You know, you think of metal, you don't think of mold, but right. it can it can grow on mold, and, yeah. and maybe it's growing on the the paint yeah. or the dust on it. But yeah, because
1: what mold mold will do, it will secrete an enzyme to break down whatever is in its area mm-hmm. to make
0: that so it can be a food source. So yeah. it, it's pretty amazing little microorganism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so as you pointed out when you're dealing with these three things that mold needs, we're never going to address the oxygen issue. So in a in, in remediation scenario, we don't even think in those terms. You're almost never nowadays going to r- eliminate, you know, materials that mold could feed on. You can right. do some things. You can do some things, yeah. And maybe we can address the, well,
1: that. Yeah, well, in fact, if you want to talk about that now, um, we can. But um, this is, I'm sure, part of your list. But I am constantly amazed at people who make mistakes I- in building or, or remodeling their home, and they do something as crazy as put carpet in the bathroom. Holy cow, you're just you're, you're promising yourself you're going to have mold. And what is it about carpet in the bathroom? Well, it just can't dry out. It's, it's going to absorb the moisture, and, and the mold is going to be really, really happy in that bathroom. Is
0: the moisture mostly coming from you know people coming out of their wet shower and walking on it, or is it the moisture from the humidity? All, all of the above. Yeah. 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 That carpet basically wicks it up. Yeah. And it doesn't breathe well. You can't it can't dry out. Yeah.
1: Can't dry out. It's a great food source for the mold. It's mm-hmm. just um, you can't you can't see it to clean it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a horrible idea.
0: Yeah. And we'll, I actually want to talk more about bathrooms. Okay. Let me say one more thing on the, so we can do some things to make the nutrition less appealing, you know, make make it less likely that mold is going to grow as far as, like you said, don't put carpet in your bathrooms. That's right. that's way better yeah. or way worse than, carpet is way worse than having tile or some of those things. Right. You know. um, and then water. Now, I think mostly when we think in terms of remediation or reducing a mold load or keeping my house as mold-free as possible, water is probably the biggest area where we can take some measures to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep water out of the yeah. house. Even, the even the, uh, like, you know, government agencies
1: like the EPA have, have kind of given up. I don't know if that's the best um, phrase to use, but... They basically just said, "Look, the fight against mold is your number one answer is to control the water." Mm-hmm. That's that's their their answer to it is you've got to control the water in your home.
0: Yeah, and that's that's how I often think when I'm suggesting to a customer things they can do to to prevent yeah. mold. I think in terms of water mostly. Yeah, and so as we've you know, as I've compiled this list, and we've we've compiled these lists of things that we can do to maintain our home so that it stays as mold-free as possible, I th- I think most of them are thinking in terms of where does water happen in a house? Yeah. How does it get in? Uh, once it gets in, how does it, you know, find its way, you know, to surfaces that it'll start growing mold? So this list is honestly, I'd say 90%. We're just thinking, we're getting our heads inside the water molecule that wants... Yeah, that's in a home. Yeah, or that wants to get into a home or gets in a home, and so with that backdrop, let's go back to bathrooms because bathrooms are a big one. Okay. Yes. Carpets, big one. What I even would say, you know, sometimes you don't have carpet in the bathroom, but they'll do those carpet rugs. Yeah. And so I don't know what the answer is, but I usually suggest some kind of wash those regularly. Yep. I don't know what your thoughts are there. Yeah, wash
1: them, and also when you wash, um, Mm. things like a rug. Make sure you use a, a uh, there's a laundry additive called borax. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the most popular one is 20 team 20 borax. Mm-hmm. Borax has boric acid in it. It's not a detergent, but it is a like an additive to your laundry. Mm-hmm. And that will that will kill the mold and, and at least keep it from getting a stronghold. Because even if you do start to launder those rugs, if mold has got a stronghold in it, Washing alone is not going to kill the mold. Yeah, it's just it's going to. We might take some of it out and wash it down the drain, but the mold is still going to be in that rug, and it's going to be really hard unless you actively or proactively use something to go after it. So
0: you want to you want to put the borax in your laundry detergent and wash those, you know, on a regular basis before it gets right. Yeah, gets real bad. So the the borax isn't necessarily going to Kill all the mold of something you put in there, but it's kind of more preventive.
1: Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, if if you put it this way, if you have a rug that's full of mold, throw it away. Throw (laughs) it away. They cost ten bucks, right? right? If you have a if you have a brand new rug and you want to wash it every two or three weeks, which we recommend. Use borax, and mm-hmm. you'll at least stay ahead of it. And you can do the
0: same thing with clothing, right? Yeah, uh-huh,
1: sure. Towels, whatever.
0: Yeah. Anything. Yeah, towels yeah. are notorious. If you don't wash yeah. those regularly, those will accumulate mold spores, and they'll yep. do. Yeah. So, Have
1: you yeah. ever had it when you go to a hotel, and you dry yourself off with their towel, and then the rest of the day, you're like, holy cow, those towels had mold on <laughs> You can tell. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah. So I do get a, a, a question regularly from customers about their clothing. You know, they Yeah. They, they've been in a moldy environment for a long time, and it's gotten in their clothes. Is this a good thing to do just for regular clothes? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a
1: yeah, it's a great, it's a great additive. Yeah.
0: What about vinegar and those types of things with your laundry?
1: I, th- I think any of, of those little, um, you know, home tips mm. that you read about all the time are good. They're really good. Much better than just. You regular know, regular, yeah
0: how much yeah. so a fourth cup of borax you said i think that it would say it right on the box i think that's right though and then yeah. vinegar maybe add yeah. half a cup half a cup thing. yeah and you're old, yeah yeah you and do that on a regular basis yeah. okay so that's that's some good bathroom maintenance also this is one i see a lot uh again well, let me back up because okay. think of the house you know where are the you don't have to ask a mold remediator ask any person when you think of a house, where do, where do you think most of the water's yeah. going to be? It's in your bathroom, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. showers always creak. Yeah, you we we've
1: energy. I've been in homes where they had the one I can think of in particular. It was in my hometown. These guys had five teenagers. Um, their kids were five between the ages of what, thirteen and nineteen. Mm-hmm. All of them took. He told me all of them take fifteen twenty minute showers every day. Mm-hmm. That house had mold everywhere. Mm. And it's all it's all stemming from you are raising the humidity level in that home every morning without fail. You're creating a a uh, just a perfect environment for mold.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just tons of water accumulates in there. Yeah, I think showering is probably the biggest thing, right? Yeah. Showering and bathing is what. Yeah, involves. and then the
1: other the other thing I see often is is bathtubs or showers that they may have. Um, just a shower curtain mm-hmm. instead of a, a door. Yeah. And people forget to put the shower curtain on the inside of the tub or they forget to pull the shower curtain all the way closed mm-hmm. and the water just runs out over the tub, usually in, in the front corner of it. Mm-hmm. And we always can find mold and water damage right in that front corner of the wall, mm-hmm. right next to the tub.
0: Yeah. Well, and back to, your, back to your previous comment about laundering things, I mean, how many times did those... Those curtains stay there without being cleaned for oh yeah a long yeah. time and they they start to get mildewy yeah. and they,
1: they even grow bacteria on them yeah
0: bacteria mold yeah um, another thing that I commonly see and this kind of more pertains to attics which we can cover attics here in a second but uh, the g- exhaust fans which are really good um, at taking out a lot of that moisture and, and, and pumping out a lot of that humidity when you shower so that it doesn't you know, accumulate on the surfaces for very long, or at least very th- in a very thick way, right? A lot of those exhaust fans don't actually exhaust to the outside air,
1: right? Yeah, uh, a alarming amount do not a alarming yeah. amount. Yeah,
0: um, and I don't. I, I remember chatting with you one time. I don't remember what year it became code, but it's yeah, probably can't been the last either.
1: twenty years, maybe. Probably, yeah. And a lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. when when bathroom fans became kind of a thing, and then I don't. I want to say in the 70s to 80s, mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't have necessarily have fans in every bathroom, and so then when people started saying, "Hey, I want a fan in this bathroom," if they installed it themselves, the easiest thing in the world was just to run a little, little uh, conduit up there and, and let it empty into the attic.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and you'll what you'll find if if you're wondering, you know, I have that. If you're wondering, say, "Hey, I have that scenario in my house. It it vents right to the attic." There's a pretty good chance if you went into the attic right above where that vents, you'll find just a patch of yeah. mold or uh-huh. black or green or all kinds of colors. Yeah. It's very common. If I go into an attic and it seems very centralized and there's no leak in the roof, I'm thinking exhaust fan.
1: Yeah, I've also seen the same type of problem with dryer exhausts fans Vans. or dryer yeah.
0: exhaust fans. Yeah. Um,
1: sometimes, <laughs> in fact, I shouldn't. I should not hang this person out to dry because he's my father. But <laughs> my, my father actually ran a dryer vent out into the garage to use it to warm the garage, <laughs> which was not a great idea because it also grows mold, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we see dryer vents going up into attics and dryer vents going down into crawl spaces, all kinds of crazy things that just create mold.
0: Yeah, and it it's not a, it's not a totally invasive fix to get a roofer out there or someone that can just... Run that duct work a little bit further, cut a hole yeah. into the roof, and yeah. you're good to go. And and, and you're going to be much happier from a mold perspective. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's bathrooms. Hey, I
1: was going to touch on on fans. this is just a personal oh, theory of mine. mine. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're kind of a good news bad news type of deal. Because when we're talking about bathrooms, oftentimes we talk about the the uh, drain in the sink. Yeah. Right the first few inches of every drain before you hit the water level in the p-trap, mm-hmm. m- more times than not, there's all kinds of bio-burden, which includes mold, along the lining of that drain. The same with the little overflow hole that's usually on the inside of the sink. Mm-hmm. Well, oftentimes when you turn the fan on, you're pulling, you're pulling those mold spores up into the atmosphere that you're breathing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like I say, it's a good Fans are good, and they're and they can be really bad, and so it's important to keep those drains as clean as you possibly possibly can.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, ba- oh, I, I want, you reminded me. I wanted to. Say, I was at a house recently where the exhaust sometimes, in, especially in bigger houses, they'll have you know a pretty sizable bathroom. Yeah, and then they'll even have a separate room where they have the toilet. Right, an exhaust fan will be in that little separate room for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, Uh Um, but then there isn't one in the the main area where the moisture is mostly going to accumulate. Right, and so I would I would caution as well, either get two, get two, yeah, or make sure there's one out in the main area where you're going to have lots of have the have the bulk of the moisture. Yeah, so I think that's pretty good on bathrooms. Um,
1: Yeah, let's talk about jacuzzi tubs. Oh yeah, yeah. There they are. Yeah, th- those are in bathrooms. <laughs> I'm not talking about the spas, like in your yard I'm talking about the tubs that have the jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one in, in the house we built. My wife and I built. I loved it. She hated it. Um, but they are notorious for having mold. And it's funny because we get people all the time telling us that when I I turn the jacuzzi on, little black things come out. Well, those little black things are mold. And the reason that that they're getting so moldy is because there's tubing inside of that that carries the air from one jet to another from the motor. Well, when you turn it off and drain the tub, water ends up in those tubes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of of times there's low spots in the tubes within the tub. And so you're growing all kinds of mold and and bacteria in the tubing itself. And it really makes you take notice when you think... Man, when people are sick from mold, a lot of times the first thing they want to do is just, I just feel so achy, I feel so terrible, I need to go take a tub, right? Yeah. They're going to go in and turn the jacuzzi tub on, that's going to aerosolize all the mold in the tubes, yeah. and they're even going to feel worse. Yeah. So
0: it's, be really aware of those jacuzzi tubs. Well, and, and jacuzzis, t- typically people aren't taking a jacuzzi tub bath every day. Right. And that's where the danger is, right. right?
1: Yeah, and you'd be much better off if you were doing it every day. Yeah, because
0: it would flush out and not yeah. allow it to. Look,
1: but once it gets started, you're in big trouble. Yeah, and,
0: and most people I talk to, they're like, yeah, we take them every couple months, you yeah. know. And that's where it gives it time to just sit in there yeah. without fresh, you know, without flowing water. And, yeah. And I'll, this is funny. When I learned this this uh, this fact, um, I remembered as a teenager, we have a jacuzzi tub in our my parents' house. Yeah. And yeah, it was regular that we'd get black stuff yeah. coming out. Yeah. And I didn't think much of no, it. No, nobody just
1: thinks anything of it. I wonder where those that black stuff comes from. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Well,
0: I'm sure it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bathtub after all. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably clean. Yeah. Well that's funny. Anything else on bathrooms that you can think of that's uh, coming to mind? No, not really. Um just a uh, one uh, one real good
1: thing that is a simple five dollar fix is I mentioned how if you don't pull the the uh, um, shower curtain all the way closed? Oftentimes you get spillage over the side of the tub. But yeah, you can get a little five-dollar kind of a triangle piece that just is adhesively sticks on between the tub and the wall. Yeah, just to deflect a lot of that water yeah. from running down. Um, in fact, most mold fixes for your home are fairly inexpensive and easy to do, but people just people just don't do them.
0: Yeah. Another thing, sorry, I thought bathroom, we were done on bathrooms like five yeah. minutes ago. But yeah. But if you notice your toilet feeling loose. Right. Like it, you see, not just the seat, but the actual. The toilet. itself feels toilet. wobbly, that's usually an indicator there might be some kind of leak going on in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, I just, I just helped my son-in-law in St. Louis install a new mm-hmm. toilet. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very familiar with the intricacies of toilets. Okay. That's and that little wax ring that you put in there. Um, can wear out um, and then once you lose that seal you're going to leak out all kinds of water and and bad stuff potentially And uh, yeah. but a telltale sign of that wax ring going bad or at least a leak under the toilet where all of a sudden things aren't sitting level anymore mm-hmm. um, a telltale sign is that rocking toilet yeah rocking yeah. toilet and I was
0: actually at a, a home inspection just what four weeks ago, and and kind of listened to the home inspector things he said. Yeah. And he and I he actually made a great suggestion. Um, the house was twenty two years old, and uh, you know when you flush the toilet, there's the the you know the the ball that rises yeah. when the when the water right. rises, and it, it was working, but it was kind of fickle, and sometimes it would you know it wouldn't seal properly right. and. And he just said, "Hey, at this, at this point of you know 20 whatever years old house, I yeah. suggest it's really cheap. But spend your 12 bucks and spend your yeah. 12 bucks, re- replace the guts of that toilet yeah. and and you'll save yourself a potential I mean people come home from vacation, and yeah. their house is full of water yeah. because those things uh, the toilet
1: kept overflowing or, or yeah. something happened. yeah yeah yeah, also the, you mentioned that ball, it brings back some some vivid images in my mind of just being full of mold some of the, the oh. inner workings of that of that toilet tank. And even we see it, if you uh, take the toilet tank lid off and flip it upside down, yeah, a lot of times that is just full of black black mold.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's a Something good, to keep aware of. good spot to keep in mind. And you know, as, as, as I've made this list, if anyone reflects back on the very first episode where we talked about how mold travels in a home, you even mentioned mold factories. You know, every yeah. home has mold factories. Right. What I think we're basically doing is, we're addressing these mold factories. This is, this maintenance list is, yeah. where are those mold factories yeah. mm-hmm. growing, and then what can I do to l- yeah. to make sure they don't grow, or at least lessen their effect. So, yeah. so bathrooms is a big one. That's where you get a lot of mold factories. Mm-hmm. Um, some other. Sp- let's move to a different part of the house. Um, okay. We talked about uh, we talked about attics, and I, I kind of put attics and crawl spaces in the same category in some ways.
1: Yeah, don't, don't, I got to check my phone. Okay. Okay, we're okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're important. Nothing yeah.
1: Nothing yeah. you have to. Nothing anybody needs to worry about. Nothing yeah. you have to quit a yeah. podcast over? No, no, we're fine. I just, Okay. I'm just a little bit of <laughs> anxiety on my part. I got to know who just called me. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it could be a flood, and someone needs you to. Well, go. yeah, it could
1: be a mold emergency. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Don't think for a minute I don't care about your mold emergency. <laughs> this guy checks his phone often. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 You're a good mold remediator. Yeah, it's thank you. You Jay. care. Yeah. So crawl spaces and attics, I think yeah. they're very similar in most ways, and probably a couple ways they're they're different. Like obviously the exhaust fan isn't. Well, I guess it can't go into the crawl space. but... Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, Have you? Mostly yeah. I see. Um,
1: dryer vents going to crawl spaces yeah, yeah
0: yeah but but that maybe bespeaks a larger issue larger issue that i see a lot which is improper venting in mm-hmm. both of those places yeah can you dive into that i can a little bit
1: i don't know the code offhand there is a code as far as and it may it may, it may vary state yeah, to state, yeah municipality to municipality but it is important to have adequate venting yeah for both your attic and your crawl space mm-hmm. um and, w- and, you know, it's interesting, I talked to a guy that's from Kentucky just the other day, and he was talking to me about his crawl space, and he said, do you recommend they cover them with uh, a vapor barrier, or do you recommend they encapsulate them with, you know, the more serious, mm-hmm. you know, thicker membrane that goes up the sidewall, mm-hmm. or do you recommend they just leave them? And I said, it's almost a case-by-case case basis. Because every crawl space is different, and every climate is different. Mm-hmm. So you can't say one thing is going to work for yeah. for everywhere. I do know this. I feel like I've seen more really troublesome crawl spaces where they've tried to lay a vapor barrier down. Because mm-hmm. it seems to trap the moisture. The moisture can't dry out because it can't get any airflow, and then you roll mold.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, especially those unfinished crawl spaces. Yeah. I've, I've faced that many times. Should we, should we, get someone to wrap it in plastic? Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the best way to go. Now, d- yeah, you mentioned code has, you know, code might be different in some places, and yeah. you know, than it is here in Utah. But, but regardless, there should be some vent. You got to have some airflow. Yeah, there's got to be some. They kind have to. Of yeah. I've been in crawl spaces where there's no vents,
1: and that and that's as simple as and an right. That's as simple as the idea that, look, if you don't want to hit the dew point temperature on any surface in mm-hmm. there, and the way to control that is by air movement and by humidity, mm-hmm. and so you you really need air movement in both of those spaces to try to lower that dew point temperature so you're not condensating.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially, well, I don't know if you know if especially is the right word for addicts, but, you know, hot air rises, so those addicts yeah. can get so stinking hot. Yeah. And so if there isn't something to negate the, you know, the condensation effect, right. like some airflow. Yeah. I don't, again, I'm not a roofer, and maybe we ought to get a roofer on here, but I feel yeah, like... we should get a roofer on here. Yeah, yeah. Why not? But I feel like adequate, more than adequate uh, airflow is is air on the side yeah. of more yeah rather than less i don't know yeah i no i think that's right i think that's right same with crawl spaces yeah um so yeah another thing we could talk about with crawl spaces and this you know you were in utah and and not i know not everywhere in the U- the u.s has you know a lot of places don't have crawl spaces or even basements for that matter yeah um but in crawl spaces uh well, I guess this is more of a basement thing. I'm thinking of how water can intrude into the, if it's underground, we we, we start thinking in terms of how does water get into the underground space from yeah. the outside. Yeah, so the most important concept that I learned years ago
1: was water wants to go from wet to dry. And once you understand that concept, you can almost explain any water intrusion. Hmm. Um, and oftentimes what happens is just the, uh, Say, for example, you've got a rain gutter that's dumping right into the side of the house instead of extending six feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we say four to six feet is the, kind of the magic number. but yeah, um, That soil is going to get saturated first. Once that's all the moisture that that soil can handle, it's going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And usually that's going to go into the foundation because mm-hmm. that's dry. Once, once that gets saturated, then it's going to go into the two-by-fours, and then into your sheetrock,
0: mm-hmm. and it's a misnomer that oh they they tar these foundations. I'm good.
1: Yeah, it's not a boat. It's. I tell people all the time that's that's not a boat. It's <laughs> the idea is to keep the water away from the foundation. It's. Yeah. It, we don't want to build our house. Well, we can't build our houses so that they will float in water. Yeah, that's that's not, I mean, it's it probably helps. Yeah. But it's it's not if it's not a case where if I waterproof this thing. I can let water flow into the foundation all I want. That's, yeah. No, it's not a boat.
0: Yeah. So, so there's the gutter issue if you're, if, well, you, if your downspouts are just pointing right to the straight down, if they're not being diverted four to six feet away, and then there's the gutter issue if it's, I think you were making that point, if there's obstructions in there and it just yeah. starts pouring over, yeah. it'll just pool right next to the house.
1: Yeah, well, we've often made the comment that no rain gutters at all is better than a bad rain gutter.
0: Yeah, because then it'll pool in one spot. Yeah, at, le-
1: at least with no rain gutters, you're spreading the water out around the whole house. Yeah. Instead of just one spot. I've
0: yeah. seen a similar thing with with those spigots outside. If those yeah. leak, you turn them on to water the lawn or whatever, yeah. and it's just because it gets right there. Yeah. It'll find its way in the house. Yeah. Um, and it's up, same
1: with same with sprinklers. Same okay? with sprinklers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah no. you don't want to get those too close to the house, or at least right. not heavily watering things right next to the house I've yeah. i even had a lady I, we were trying to troubleshoot her basement mold issues and it appeared that they were over watering right next to the house yeah and you know it's not it's not like there's a there was a ton of vegetation where that you know where it's going to be soaking up that water yeah. at a rapid rate it, right it just it just there wasn't m- enough there so she ended up doing those little drip lines yeah um yeah. That was her solution, yeah. you know, it just lets out a little bit of water on a constant basis. Right. And it doesn't give the... Right. And it
1: takes, I mean, once you fix the water problem, it takes a long time for that soil three feet down to dry out. Oh, does a, it? A crazy amount of time, yeah.
0: Yeah, so don't expect immediate results. No, as no, soon it's going
1: to take some time, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and along with, along with sprinkler, you know, o- over-watering or, or having sprinklers... Um, spray too close to the house sometimes they'll even spray on the house yeah on the windows and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you get mold in the windows coming through the house that way yeah or broken sprinklers right under the underground yeah I um, uh, you know oftentimes
1: when i do an inspection of a home to try to figure out what's going on i'll just look for uh stains on the on the exterior of the home uh-huh. if you can find stains anywhere on the exterior that probably tells you there's Something's not working quite right.
0: Yeah, yeah. maybe it, maybe a sprinkler's hitting it, or yeah, or something else is right. Or it could be a gutter. or something. A gutter has failed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, those those are those are at least th- that I could think of. Those are the main ways that water will, from the outside, find its way through a foundation and get into a basement or a crawl space. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you agree with this, Mike, but in my experience, a good way to know. You know, I get calls from people who are feeling sick in their house or there's a musty smell in the basement, but they yeah. can't find a mold. so Like, I don't see any mold in the house. Yeah. And often I'll walk around the house and be like, oh, it, it's probably behind the walls is yeah. my guess. Because yeah. it kind of seeps through gradually mm-hmm. in a water vapor almost. And
1: you can almost, you mentioned walking around the house, but you can almost find the grading of the soil. Oh, yeah. That's not... The natural grade should flow away from the home as opposed to
0: in the mm-hmm. home. And I was actually at your house this summer. And you bought a new house. Yes. In Layton. Well, new to uh, us. Yeah. New to you, yeah. yeah. And actually, I was, you know, always thinking of yeah. it's 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 a curse, mm-hmm. thinking, looking at people's houses and thinking what they should should or should not do as far as yeah. mold goes. And I noticed your house had some of the best grade I'd ever seen. I mean, it dropped like two feet in the first, you know, five feet away from the house. And yeah. I thought... That's, oh, this
1: that's a mulberry meat eater that lives there. Yeah. yeah. I remember asking you, and you're like, it
0: didn't come this way. Yeah. I I did this. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. Because I think, I think code is like six inches. It should drop six inches in the first 10 feet. Something like that. Yeah, To me, like that's that. even that's conservative. Right. Yeah. And obviously, you yeah, you it's live funny, a different you lot. You could get to.
1: <laughs> it's a higher lot. <laughs> <laughs> you can get to where you could drive around and say, well, I bet they
0: have a lot of problems. Yeah.
1: Just by the grade of the house and you can see all oh, the cow that's that's going to give them trouble yeah
0: yeah i've even been to pretty new i was at a pretty new house in park city just a couple of months ago and the grading in this one area for a, it was a 20 foot span it was just it was leaning into the house and you know we had this conversation is the landscaper default and what i think happens i think landscapers know i mean yeah they sure. have to yeah I, but i but i think houses start to settle yeah the, the soil settles the for soil sure. settles yeah. and the house yeah. and the weight and everything and I mean, this was a six- or seven-year-old house, and mm-hmm. it had already kind of settled such thing. Yeah. So or what
1: uh, What also happens is, is they'll plant bushes and then decide they don't want the bushes anymore. Mm-hmm. So they'll rip those out with a clump of dirt with them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they, they haven't replaced the dirt they took out with yes. it. And you've got grading into the house. Yes. So it doesn't take much.
0: And the good thing is it's a pretty easy fix. You yeah, know, really you easy. Th- again, yeah. you talked about the $12 toilet fix. This is similar. Like, buy a couple... Things of dirt, yeah, and build it up.
1: Well, I didn't even buy dirt. I have, I have other dirt in my yard, uh, w- well away from the house oh. uh-huh. that I brought to the house. Oh, yeah, you can do that because yeah. it's your dirt. Oh, it's yeah, OK. yeah, it's your dirt. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I don't know if it's yeah,
0: it's no, yeah, yeah, it's our dirt. But if you yeah. take dirt, you know, f- six feet away,
1: even minus twenty feet away, out by the garden, away. yeah. Okay. I brought that dirt to the house. Okay. You can do that. You can manipulate <laughs> your own dirt all you want. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, you can, you can you can increase the grade if you take away from one spot right. and yeah. add it to another. It almost right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't care what the grade does 30 feet from the house. No. No, you don't. Unless it's going to flood my tomato plants, but I <laughs> I'm
0: very <laughs> conscientious of that. That's why I'm a little, you know, in Utah we have some of these communities where the houses are like four feet apart. Yeah. And I I'm always worried. That's harder about that. to manipulate your dirt. It is very hard. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I mean they they both want to have a grade going away. Yeah. And they just yeah. you know, ends up having just a little yeah. ravine. That's
1: true. That's a good point.
0: Yeah. I, I saw that recently and I thought I don't even know what to say to these people. Yeah. Like how do they yeah. how do they make that? Utah, for season?
1: those of you who are not from Utah, um we we have a tendency to pack our houses tightly yeah. together, don't we?
0: Yeah, we do. And I've heard Asia is even worse. So I wonder what their mold problems uh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, OK, crawl spaces, basements. Uh, anything else to think of with basements? I feel like the, the only thing that's coming to my mind is usually you have your utility room in your basement.
1: You usually have a, uh, a floor drain in yes. your utility room. Yes. Right? Um, that thing, you need to pour water down that thing every once in a while to make sure that P-trap is full mm-hmm. so you're not pulling um, you know bacteria and mold from the sewer system into your house
0: yeah and i I think anyone who goes in their utility room would say there's us, usually there's a smell in always, I mean, you, yeah. it yeah it always smells always, different from yeah. the rest of the house yep, and I think that's largely to do with that floor that drain, floor drain, yeah, absolutely I mean there's yeah. nothing else in there that would right would say anything different right. And so you say just pour some water down that every once in a while?
1: Yeah, water or uh yeah, just water.
0: You can pour vinegar down there if you want to, you know,
1: try to kill some stuff, but the the most important thing is keeping that P trap. Or actually in your home, all P traps, keep those full.
0: Uh uh-huh. that and, and
1: That's the seal between you and the sewer system.
0: Doesn't let that backdraft from the sewer, right. sewer come into the house. Yeah. Um you actually Showed me these several months ago, but they have floor drains that allow water in, but they don't allow odor out. Yeah. Do You remember those? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they're called green drains. Yeah, we don't sell those, but those are those are kind of an interesting option for you if you're very sensitive to mold, because uh, it's going to accumulate around there uh, yeah. no matter what you do a little bit. So, washing up with some water, rinsing it, uh, get some vinegar, keep that. Yeah, keep that area. Well,
1: you know, a lot of times we go to commercial like restaurants. Because mm-hmm. they've got a smell and they can't figure out what it is. More times than not, it's just a floor drain that mm-hmm. they didn't know about. Yeah. We find that, and once we fill that up with water, they're fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, utility rooms, too, I guess, just because, you know, you usually have water heaters in there. Uh, as far as leaks go, I'd say that's a pretty common place to get leaks.
1: Yeah. Um, Why we're in the utility room, yeah, let's touch there. on... H back humidifiers? Oh yes, not a fan. Not a fan. That was a pun? Oh, not. A <laughs> <that> <laughs> was a pun? Yeah, <laughs> not a fan of the fans. <laughs> no, the. Uh, I I think they're probably an okay product if you do your due diligence, as far as maintenance. Mm-hmm. But we see more times than not, people don't change the little pads, and they build up mold, and it's it causes problems.
0: So, so, a humidifier. Again, you're 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 thinking in terms of water. You're basically yeah. creating water.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and you're putting water into your HVAC system where you can't make sure that everything's okay, Yeah, right? It's going into the vents and throughout your house, and you can't see. You yeah. can't clean it. You can't do anything about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you brought us to HVACs because that's another huge mold factory, right? Yeah. And not only yeah. is it a mold factory, it's a mold factory that likes to... S- blow the mold everywhere yeah in the house yeah the mold spores
1: it's your disbursement machine yeah Yeah, it does a
0: nice job and so that's I I can't tell you well not a lot but I'll treat a house and sometimes uh, people come back and say I think I'm starting to smell something from the vents again yeah and they'll you know and so we'll we'll have to treat those double time to to get that to go away but more times than not in
1: high humidity areas
0: I see it in their air conditioning coils
1: Oh, yeah. They, they just get soaking wet, and they grow mold.
0: Anything to do to prevent that?
1: Um, I have heard different theories. I don't live in a high humidity area, so I, I hesitate to be an expert on it, but I have heard to leave the fan on all the time. I've read so that you as, have as well. A, yeah, you have a setting where it's either auto or on. Mm-hmm. Auto means it's gonna, the fan's going to kick on if you heat or cool. Yeah. If you put the fan setting to on, it's just going to blow all the time. Yep. So in theory, it will keep when those Coils are not cold; it'll dry them out. Yeah, so I think that's a good idea.
0: I think that's a good idea as well. Um, do you have anything to say by way of air filters in HVAC units? Because those yeah. those can, especially if you don't change those regularly, those become mold factors in and of themselves. Yeah. What, yeah. What kind of maintenance can you um, suggest there?
1: They uh, change they say, them. Yeah. Yeah. Change them. Yeah. <laughs> Every three months is is kind of the rule of thumb. Yeah. And I bet you. Ninety percent of the public does not do that yeah,
0: oh yeah, yeah. or more yeah yeah um we uh what ca- is there any particular filter you suggest you know
1: i'm I'm not a good expert at filters at all, um I know they have different merv ratings, right. but um i I think a clean filter a clean cheap filter is better than a dirty expensive filter, right. So, the most important thing is keep them Keep them regular. Yeah.
0: yeah and we, we actually, this isn't a commercial in any way, but we pre-treat yeah. our filters. Yeah. We actually sell filters uh, that are pre-treated with a nice antimicrobial. Right. And therefore, air and things passing through there um, it gives it a nicer, from a microbial perspective, it gives you a yeah. much cleaner air. And what,
1: what, it, what it's basically doing is just giving it an a electrical charge. And so, all your microbes will be attracted to the filter.
0: Yeah, and that gives you a nice, uh, a nice, from an air quality perspective, a nice, a nice product. Um, I'm trying to think with HVAC units. I thought I had one more thing to say there, but I think you nailed it. Keep the fans going, and you know, obviously, get them. HVAC. Maintenance. You know, you can have a guy come do tune-ups on those. That's another thing that I think ninety-nine percent of the population doesn't do. No, I'm sure not. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard. From I, I don't. A- yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there you go. Again, I I talked to a guy recently, and he's like, "That's one of those things that people spend a couple hundred bucks; they'd save themselves money in the yeah. end." Yeah. But yeah. Okay, so HVAC utility rooms. Um, you know, one one other spot I thought of with mold factories, we talk about window seals. Yes, those are those are mold factories. That, particularly the north side of homes. Um, You've talked about this before, and and everyone knows the north side of trees is where the moss grows. Uh, Homes is it's a very similar concept. You were an
1: eagle scout, right? I was an eagle scout. Yeah, I I was not. Okay. So I have to rely on you about the uh, north side of the trees. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, north side of the tree, north side of the house. Right. For, For those that don't know, it's it's cold. Colder. colder,
1: Yeah. 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 So you're going to condensate much more in those windows. Therefore, you're going to have more moisture. Therefore, you're going to grow more mold in those window sills.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, again, thinking in terms of taking the mold factories and making them maintenance items, is there Mm -hmm. anything you can do?
1: Yeah. You can keep them cleaned out. Um,
0: Just wipe them out every so often.
1: Yeah. Wipe them out with uh, some detergent and soapy water or whatever. What I like to do is just take a squirt gun, squirt gun, a squirt bottle, squirt the detergent in there, let it sit for a while, and then take like a screwdriver with a rag so you can get down into the cracks mm-hmm. and wipe them out just really well. Um, you can also, if you want to get really ambitious, pull the window out. That's um, the, the slide. We're talking about windows that slide left to right here. Right. right. Pull the pull the sliding part of the window out, mm-hmm. and you can actually lift that little cover. That goes the length of the windowsill out and really clean it out well to make sure those little they have little weep holes that are supposed to let the water out. Yeah. Which they never work very well. Yeah. But you can really clean them out well. Um, every time I do that, I'm alarmed at how much mold is underneath those little yeah. those little covers.
0: Yeah. And 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 you know I've looked at many windowsills mm-hmm. and I can't always tell if it's dirt or if it's mold right but i've kind of come to the conclusion almost every home has some uh, well, you know you look in the windowsills especially yeah. on the north side there'll yeah. be something in there mm-hmm. whether dirt whether it's dirt or whether it's mold yeah and i've come to the conclusion that it's it doesn't really matter it's probably both yeah if there's dirt in there then there's surely water in there and moisture yeah.
1: and it, and if it's not mold right now it will be in three weeks yeah you know
0: exactly so how often would you say do that every couple months oh yeah Every couple of months, wipe
1: yeah. those out. Just wipe those out. Yeah, I even uh, we got one of those. Uh, what are they called? Sergeant steam machines. Mm-hmm. You heard of those? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just like a really high powered steam steamer. Yeah, and I steamed our window sills and then wiped them clean with a rag, and those work great. Huh. Um, the first time through, they kind of make a mess. Yeah, because like you say, we just bought this house and. And it kind of, I had to cover it with a rag as I steamed it because it was low and junk everywhere. Uh-huh. But once you get them nice and clean, they're easy to maintain.
0: Yeah, you keep on top of it. Yeah. Okay, well, I think, you know, I actually, I I, I did some uh, research o- on my own, and I found, I mean, once you get into the plumbing uh, from a plumber perspective, because yeah. they're the ones that are dealing with leaks. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I was finding as far as maintenance that they suggest. Again, little s- easy little things that you can do. I don't think we'll go into those now because we've, we've kind of filled a nice, a nice podcast full of, of kind of addressing the mold factories. Yeah. Um, unless ad- anything else come into your mind as far as these mold factories?
1: Uh, no, but I will tell you an uh, a, uh, experience I had with a lady who told me that she got sick every time she put her makeup on to go to work. Huh. And she said she literally would start to shake, and she knew it was mold because she'd had mold problems in the past. And so I went to remediate her home, and what I found was that little, that little overflow reservoir hole. Yeah. That most of the time you never pay attention to. Yeah. I I kind of put what we used to remediate down into that hole, and stuff just shot back out at, at it at me, so I could tell it was full of something. Oh yeah. So I got a little hanger started kind of digging down in there and I pulled out this it was a little kids like fake um, necklace Uh just little plastic beads yeah and so some little kid had decided that's a great place to hide that and it had just it was just covered with black mold everywhere Oh. oh wow so that's just an example of of how mold can infect you that acutely in that small of an area is it was all in that reservoir right there
0: Oh wow, and that's a teeny little hole, yeah. Too. Yeah. Well, and I, I've also, you know, on that that similar concept, you know, when hair in the bathrooms yeah. gets in your right your tub drains, yeah, and it starts clogging up in there, yeah. All of a sudden, you get mold.
1: Yeah, it's that's. I'm glad you brought that up because if your drains are draining slow, I almost promise you you've got mold in your drains.
0: Yeah. 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 So if you have to get drain out, then you probably got some mold in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so keep those clean as a maintenance item. Don't let the hair yeah. build up, not just because it's gross or because it drains slow, but from a mold perspective, get yeah. those cleaned out. So, yeah. All right, well, I think, uh, I think this has been a good uh, – these are – honestly, you, you reminded me of some that I'd forgotten, but all of these are things that when people ask, these are the things that we suggest on a, a yeah. regular basis. Like, how do I keep my mold or, you know, my, my bathroom mold free? Well – Everything we just named, you know, as far as bathrooms go, that's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. Um, so I hope that was valuable to somebody. And, and I think I think we'll maybe do a part two of mold, you know, home maintenance as far as mold goes, maybe down the line. Because I think there's more stuff we could bring up. Yeah, there is. There is. But anyways, thank you guys for uh, listening. And this is episode five from Mold Matters. Next episode will be six. We'll be six, six, and yes. then after that, we'll be uh, seven. Seven? Yeah. Okay, then it keeps going. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. All right, talk to you later.